Hello, and welcome to Footsteps, a podcast hosted by High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho, where our mission is loving God, serving others, changing lives. My name is Bonnie, and today I am here with Lisa to discuss brokenness. Emotional and spiritual brokenness can be caused by many different things. Sometimes it comes from emotional scarring from the deep wounds of the past. One example is the brokenness caused by adverse childhood experiences. These are the potentially traumatic events that sadly occur to many in our community during their childhood, such as exposure to food insecurity, violence, and substance abuse. Evidence shows that adverse childhood experiences impact brain development and ultimately affect how the body responds to stress, even into adulthood. These traumatic experiences lead to permanent psychological scars. Unlike physical scars, the emotional and spiritual brokenness caused by psychological wounds aren't always obvious from the outside. As a Stephen minister, I am all too familiar with the brokenness caused by the loss of a loved one, as well as other crisis situations. These experiences can leave deep emotional wounds that end up influencing someone's whole perception of life, the way they see themselves, and the choices they make. Stephen ministers help guide hurting people in their journey from brokenness to wholeness. In fact, the Stephen ministry logo shows a broken person behind the cross and a whole person in front of the cross, symbolizing that we all have brokenness, but are made whole through the cross of Jesus. I've often wondered what it would be like if we could see every emotional wound that had ever been inflicted on those around us, every bit of their brokenness as a physical scar. I'm fairly sure we'd see a lot of broken and scarred people all around us, in our families and out in the community. Yes, I think you are right. Brokenness of all different kinds is inevitable in life. Broken hearts, broken spirits, broken promises, broken dreams. It's hard to imagine that there are people who have not experienced brokenness in some way. And what do we try to do about it? Well, we often try to pick up the broken pieces of our lives and MacGyver them back together with duct tape and bailing wire. The end result isn't always pretty, but it's functional, at least for a little while. But here's the thing. Nothing that any of us can do in our own power comes close to what's possible by God. Have you ever heard of the Japanese art form kintsugi? It's a Japanese art form that highlights the beauty in imperfection. I think I have. As I recall, the artist takes broken pottery pieces and mends them back together with a mixture of gold powder and glue. Yes, that's it. The Kintsugi artists don't try to hide the cracks in broken pieces. They let them become part of the object's unique beauty by highlighting the history of the object and all of its brokenness with beautiful gold work. The object often is even more beautiful and more valuable as a result. This is essentially what God does for us. 
once we give in and turn all the broken pieces of our lives over to Jesus, God mends them back together in a way that allows his glory to shine through in beautiful ways. Would you share Paul's words to the Romans in chapter 5, verses 1 through 5? I'd be happy to. Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us. Because of our faith, Jesus has brought us into this place of undeserved privilege where we now stand, and we confidently and joyfully look forward to sharing God's glory. We can rejoice, too, when we run into problems and trials, for we know that they help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character, and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. And this hope will not lead to disappointment. For we know how dearly God loves us, because he has given us the Holy Spirit to fill our hearts with his love. I'm convinced that God is the master kintsugi artist. In Psalm 147.3, it reminds us that he heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. When he's done mending the broken pieces of our lives, his love shines through the unique beauty created by our past brokenness, even brighter than beautiful gold work. And that gives us the confidence to share his glory with others. In Paul's second letter to the Corinthians, he was trying to explain that God can use the broken and imperfect people. He uses the metaphor of fragile jars of clay. Listen to his words and imagine that vessel, which might be broken, being beautifully repaired by God and containing a great treasure. It comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 7-9. through 9. We now have this light shining in our hearts, but we ourselves are like fragile clay jars containing this great treasure. This makes it clear that our great power is from God, not from ourselves. We are pressed on every side by troubles, but we are not crushed. We are perplexed, but not driven to despair. We are hunted down, but never abandoned by God. We get knocked down, but we are not destroyed. It's encouraging to know that we can rejoice even in our brokenness. God may not choose to restore us in exactly the way we expect, but each of us is a masterpiece because of what God has done to mend the brokenness in our lives. We have been newly and wonderfully made whole through Christ, and it is his glory that shines in our lives. Thank you, Lisa, for today's discussion, and thank you, listeners, for joining us. As always, if you have questions or comments, please email them to footsteps.hdumc at gmail.com. We hope you will join us next time. Until then, we invite you to worship with us at High Desert United Methodist Church in Rio Rancho in person if you are in the area or online at highdesertumc.org. May the image of Goldwork from the art form of Kintsugi inspire you to hand over the pieces of your own brokenness to God and then share his glory with others 
as it shines through your life. Thank you for listening. Amen.